Why do bad things happen to good people? You've heard this question before, and you might have even asked it yourself when hearing of others' struggles. But now, in your life and with your loss, the question is so much more personal. Why would a loving God allow your loved one to die? Why would he allow you to have to experience such pain and loss? You know, faith is a thing that pleases God, and faith seems to also confuse the grief journey. If you had more faith, would it hurt as bad? And does that confusion make you feel like you have less faith? Well, today we're going to talk about where God is in your struggle and what your faith does and does not do in your Christian life while grieving. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. Next year, we're going to sit somewhere else, but for the rest of this year, we're going to be on the couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Belgium, our spotlight country this week. I also want to give a shout out to Washington State, who edged out California with the most downloads. I share these because I'm a little bit of a geek, but also as tangible reminders of the need for Christian grief support and the fact that you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. The question, how could a loving God allow this to happen? How could he allow your loved one to die is wrapped up in all the whys of loss. Why them? Why now? Why like that? Why not me? I was confused by this and fought God for a full year maybe more, on this question. Trish said it was a question that everyone at some point in their lives will ask. The bigger question of, why do bad things happen to good people? The question isn't wrong, it's human. Monica had a rough childhood. She was raised by her grandmother because both her parents were alcoholics. Her brother was raised by an uncle in Maryland, and because the brother was young at the time, he didn't even know they were siblings for years. At the age of 25, he was killed in a fiery car crash and had been drinking. Monica's background led her to look for love and acceptance with many men and alcohol. God turned her life around, and when he did, she was all in, and her life was changed forever. She went to churches, shared her testimony, and sang. We went to the Gaither studio and she produced a CD based on her life and what God had done in it. Monica uplifted, inspired, and impacted so many people. 
And just being a part of her ministry made me feel like I was a part of something bigger than myself. So when she got sick and believed she had been healed, it didn't surprise me that her faith was bigger than anything I had ever witnessed. She was called crazy, and some of her family and close friends turned their back on her because of it. None of that mattered because Jesus was her everything, and above the noise, she focused on God's purpose and told anyone who would listen. She told me that we had missed the bigger picture, that our faith for a music ministry was small compared to what God had in store because of her obedience and his plan. She would tell the world that God is the same God of the Bible and be a living example of healing in the modern day. Now, this part's going to sound very unspiritual because it's from me, <laughs> but it is where I was in my pain during that first year after her death. My problem with what God allowed in her life was that she gave everything she had. She gave her life to his will, and he allowed her to experience the worst of pain, swelling, and difficulty breathing. He allowed her to be ridiculed for her faith. Well, why would God allow such a thing? Then my mind would go to all the hateful and cruel people in this world who were allowed to live these long, long lives. Now, after I've had time to reflect and accept God's will, I can sound a little more spiritual when I tell you that God allowed all those things to happen to one of his faith warriors because the example of walking through the worst of circumstances with the greatest of faith translated into her having a great day with God every day, even when she had awful days in her physical body. It also allowed others, including Monica's ex-husband and her aunt, to scratch their heads about what had happened, and it caused them to look at God and faith differently than they ever had before. That's kingdom work. And God also gave Monica something she always wanted, though this was never even a thought when she was sick. But in one of our many discussions on God and faith years prior, I had asked her if she'd be able to be persecuted for Jesus, if that involved being tortured. <laughs> it was kind of a joke because she had such a low threshold for pain. She told me that she sure did hope so and had to believe that God would see her through it because she was willing. We were never promised an easy life. We were given the truth that the Christian life is difficult, and in the culture we live in now, this will become more and more a reality. There have been missionaries who have been persecuted and tortured. There have been teachers sharing the love of God. There were pastors who were absolutely needed now, but who God allowed to die and leave us and this earth. You and I are mere humans, and we cannot see the forest for the trees sometimes. It's a saying, but it's true. We can't see an amoeba without a microscope, can't see the stars without a telescope, and we cannot see all the galaxies even with one. Yes, God's plan, his view, it's galaxy-sized. We complain in slow traffic, but he owns every road in the world. We get frustrated that our latte wasn't made correctly when God created every coffee bean from a hundred years ago to a hundred years from now. 
We want God to be in agreement with our plans, but do we really want a God who is in agreement with our plans? Or can we get in agreement with a God who desires the best for us? You may agree with wanting a God and trusting a God who desires the best for us, but how can the death of your loved one be the best thing for you? Knowing Monica changed my life, but her faith and her death changed me. So did God have Monica's best in mind by allowing her to suffer like that? Well, that's not a question I have the answer to, but I do know that if Monica had been asked if God did right by her, she would have proclaimed a definite yes. And don't forget that these trials, this life is temporary compared to what lies ahead. She's in heaven and there's nothing better for her than that. And something else that happened because of her life and death is that God placed grief support on my heart and you are listening today because of her. So to help you get a grasp on the vastness of God and understanding that he isn't a human-like higher being, I have some journey works for you that I know will help. And I don't share these things to say, just understand how big God is and you're not going to hurt. But instead to say, understand how big God is and trust, really trust him while you hurt. Having more faith does not take away your pain or struggle. And I'm sorry about that. But building your faith does give you more trust and more hope and opens your heart to the possibility of a happy future, the future that God has planned for you. Allow this time, this time of grief, to build your faith. That's not always easy, and God may feel far away, but God is exactly where he's always been. It's really you who are distancing yourself from him. Be angry, have questions, scream, cry, but take all of that to God. It's kind of what I did. <laughs> I went after God, but I was driven by anger and confusion. And what happened to me along the way was that my relationship with him grew greater than I ever expected. And so did my peace and joy and love for others. So who will you listen to? The lion or the lamb? Fear of the future and pain of loss roar in your head like a lion. But the Lamb of God quietly beckons you to his peace. Now your journey works. The work of your journey for this week are number one, watch Francis Chan's video. It's called The Rope Illustration. Uh, I have the link in the show notes. But I love Francis Chan and I have for a very, very long time. The video is a representation of your existence and the time you spend in this life. It's like four minutes and it can change your perspective. Number two, another video. Watch Louis Giglio's indescribable video about who God is. Now this one's about 42 minutes and it's detailed along the way, but it's so worth watching because it too can change your perspective. And number three, allow the lamb to fill your head and pray and read and rise my friend. Our verse or word of the week is Ecclesiastes 311. 
He has made everything beautiful in its time and has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. And here are some other ways for you to take action and connect. The workshop. If you didn't hear the last episode, the update, then let me share that the what to do after the loss of a loved one workshop is available for purchase. I wish I had had this during my first year because it's like a compass and it'll help guide your steps towards healing. If you need direction on what to do next during the first days, weeks, months, and even the first year, if you feel stuck, this workshop will be a tremendous help. Listen at the end for more details or go to grieftogreatday.com. You can also check out individual grief coaching and the private Facebook group. And if you don't have a home church, then visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to the Facebook group and Open Door and those two videos will be in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future and keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch, and keep taking steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. Alrighty, family, I'm going to share about the workshop with you, which is now available. Your search for what do I do now? It's over. If your loved one has just died and you feel like you're in the twilight zone and you don't know what to do, this is the workshop you need. What's just happened to you is surreal and the world can feel upside down. Getting through the day is hard enough, but knowing where to find help for what you're going through should not add to the overwhelm. Don't be frustrated searching for help and then do nothing. Mindless internet searches and the quotes on loss, the ones that make you nod in agreement, may provide momentary relief. But don't you want to truly heal? I know you'd rather stay in bed, but time alone does not heal all wounds. What you do with the time, that is what will determine your destination. I know you've thought, I never knew it would be this hard, but you don't know what role you play in your healing process. So in this workshop, you'll discover the most important actions to take in the confusing first days, weeks, and months of grief when the world has flipped and you're still in a fog. So think about this. What if you knew the next best step to take right now as you're forced to live life without your loved one? What if you knew the destructive actions to avoid And why? What if you didn't need to sort through the list of try this or read that from well-meaning friends and family who haven't been through loss? What if you knew someone who saw the warrior rising within you while understanding the endless tears and pain you fight against every day? What if you could build your faith instead of distancing yourself from God as you process the whys, the what-ifs, and the endless questioning? And what if you had help to live when you can't imagine life without them? Now, there are four actions to take, and the workshop walks you through each of them. They are, action one, pursue God. The power, it's not in religion. It's in the relationship. Action two, understand grief. Grief will affect you physically, spiritually, and emotionally in ways you never imagined. Action three, process daily life. The daily grind, that's where the battles are won. Action four, seek support. There's a lot of choices for support, both in person and online, but not in alignment 
with your Christian values. Do not wait to walk toward healing. Become empowered, not overwhelmed. I know everything else is confusing right now. This won't be. You're going to receive lifetime access to the workshop, a private Facebook group, six bonuses including audio and written downloads, meditation cards, and discounts. So if you're ready to finally take God-focused, healthy action, get rid of the overwhelm, the wishing and the wanting to get better, this, this is the place to start. I know what it's like to watch someone you love die, to sit in a corner and to scream, to be angry with God and to hurt so bad you can't even describe it. I've experienced the kind of loss that takes your breath away. I've fought the endless tears and felt like a failure when I couldn't hold it together in church or as I ran out of the grocery store. There's hope and help. You can heal and get to the point that you're ready to create a life for yourself. And if that sounds far away or even impossible, then you're in the right place. God gave me the heart and the passion to help you walk through the hardest moments. You need to know there's life on the other side of grief. Maybe you can't even breathe right now, and the thought of laughing or being happy again seems unrealistic. Your world has been turned upside down, but you can survive and even thrive. You will breathe, laugh, and live again. The healing you want is real, and it's within your reach. And this is where you start. Take faith-based action for your healing. Go to grief2greatday.com, grief2greatday.com. Click on Work With Me and scroll to Workshop to purchase today. Look, there's a money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose, but there is help and hope to gain. Don't delay. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.